This is the Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz, and this is the show where I bring to life the true failures, the true successes, and the true learnings from recruiters and recruitment business owners globally. This podcast is now sponsored and supported by Hunted. Hunted is one of the best places on the internet for recruitment content. Of course, one of the reasons why I decided to partner with them is crucially, we share a common goal to help recruiters get better at their jobs. Hunted write about everything you can need in your career, from productivity hacks to helping your time management to TED Talks and reading lists. They offer in-depth insights into worldwide destinations and, of course, there's everyone's favorite recruitment wolf, Mr. Ed Hunter, who's not quite as scary in real life, but that is a story for another time. If you haven't yet checked out Hunted's content, you will not be disappointed. Welcome to the Recruitment Rollercoaster podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz. Today, I'm joined by Jamie Fraser, who is the director of a recruitment agency called Interex, who are a Microsoft and cloud specialist agency. Yeah. Got that right the second time. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Jamie, thank you for joining me. Yep. Um, we're in, to set the scene, we're in the heart of London, in Bank. How long have you been in, in this office? This is on Cornhill. Uh, about right. a year now. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. And how many people have you got out there? Because it seems quite big. Yeah, 15. 15. Mm-hmm. How, many, how many people can this fit, this office? We will get probably about 35 people really? in here, yeah. Okay. By Def- the end of next year. Definitely want to talk about where you was last year. <laughs> but um, that's where we are, and... As I, was, as I was saying to you, mate, before, um, where I always like to start is how, how the hell did Jamie Fraser get into recruitment, mate? Share this story with us. How did that happen? Um, left school, didn't really like school, if I'm yeah. honest with you. Uh, wasn't the type of person that, let's say, enjoyed being told what to do all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I left school quite early, actually. And... I've always been want. I've always wanted to work. I've always had a drive and ambition to want to do something where I wanted to be like the best that I possibly could be. Um, fell into recruitment. I was applying for actual uh, generic banking jobs at the time. And Is that because you thought bankers make loads of money? I wasn't. I didn't have a clue at the time. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was young. I was young. Um, and the the company I went to read at the time was actually doing an intern, which I I took on. Yeah. Um, done the internship, mm. and it went from there. So really. that so that's how you ended up in recruitment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where did the sort of you not you just always wanted to work and be the best you could be? Where did that come from? Was that that was that influenced by your parents at all, or where mm. did that? Because that's interesting. Because how many? I'm sure you've met loads of people in recruitment. You meet so many people that don't have that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where where did that where did that come from? I don't know. I've, I've always relied on myself to do really? things. Don't get me wrong. Like, like my mum helped has always helped me out as yeah. they do. Um, but I've always everything that I've done, I've got myself in life. Really? Yeah. So 
you know, I've, I've always been the type of person that I want to be the best at anything I do. Super competitive. Yeah, correct. Really? But, you know, people talk about competitive, but they're not. You know, <laughs> what do you mean? You know, like they say, oh, yeah, I'm really, you know, I've interviewed people that say, yeah, I'm really competitive, rah, 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 but there's no real facts behind it. Yeah. Everything I do has to be the best. Really? You know, I've got OCD, I'm a perfectionist in really? everything I do. So everything has to be at the highest standard. And, you know, like I say, anything that I do do in life, whether that's sport, non sport, whatever it is, I want it to be as best as it can yeah, be. Yeah. And that, is that just become natural to you then? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, did you realise that you? So, when you ended up at Reed, yeah, did you realise like you was applying for a recruitment job at that point, or they did they just speak about? No, doing it the, wasn't. Really? wasn't. I didn't apply for it. Like, like I said, I was I was young at the time. How old were you? Uh, I think seventeen. Really? I, I, I don't. I didn't really think right recruitment. Yeah. You know, same same. With my brother, my brother is in recruitment. He owns a recruitment business too, and. He he got into recruitment via me because he was doing lettings. Oh. So we never knew what recruitment is yeah, yeah, yeah. or was, um, and it, we just fell into it. Because like, what was your perception at that point? That you had no perception at all. Nothing. Really? Yeah. So and you worked at, just to frame up for everyone listening. So you worked. So you did. It was an internship. Done internship three months um, at Reed. Yeah. Reed. What did that involve then? Just like candidates, all candidates really? with banks crap like now <laughs> now I look back here it's, it was like the worst experience ever really um, I didn't really learn much there if I'm really? honest with you yeah yeah I didn't learn much there um, left there um, I'll be honest with you back back then I was quite still you could, could have called me semi-nervous shy really yeah yeah 100% um, left then you know I, I must have interviewed at 20 25 places really didn't get a job in any of them and, and it was recruitment, all recruitment jobs. jobs recruitment jobs you know they put it down to nervous you know um stuttered quite a lot too young and the list went on really yeah a That's lot of a lot of the big recruitment companies that actually tried headhunting me headhunting me when they saw i was a global top biller was that they actually interviewed me previously and said no that's interesting yeah so a lot of people doubted you mate yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Did. That's definitely got to feed that you wanting to be the best, surely, do you think? Uh, no. Really? No, no. Um, I, you know, it, 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 it was what it was. Like, mm. you know, that was my situation then. People didn't like the age, people didn't like my CV, people didn't like, you know, how I come across an interview. And, I, I, you know, inter I weren't great at interviews, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. How did you land, so, and then, and then you joined the recruitment agency, and then how long was you there for? I joined Nigel Frank. Yeah. Um, the director, a guy called Alex Phillips, yeah. who trained me everything I know pretty much. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. To, to an extent, he 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 was the person. He 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 believed in me. He trusted me. Really? Um, you know, he he gave he gave me that chance basically. And you know, underneath him, he really did grill me. Not grill me. He drilled into me of how to be the best recruiter ever. Really? Yeah. Why do you think he gave you a chance? I don't know. I, th I think he said at the time that you know he was like me back in the day, sort of thing. Ah, and so he, like he, saw he, got, he got a chance, and then I, yeah, yeah, he saw a lot of me yeah, in him, yeah. and then yeah, he gave me the chance, and it went. And was there. this in London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because where did where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Essex in Loughton. And then what? So Reed, was Reed local? Was no, it? no, no. Was it, it, so it straight in Yeah, exactly. Is it when you so I did the podcast? Well, I've done other stuff before. I've done recruitment, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just. Um, so I had a chap, um, I can't remember where he grew up now, but it was in Essex, but he said like, literally, you could ask anyone in Essex and they've all done recruitment at some point. <laughs> I've, I've got a lot of Essex boys. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so then just to frame out then, so how long did you work at Nigel Frank for? Uh, top of my head, about nine months. Nine months. And then you joined another agency? No. So okay. the story was I left. I, I had personal problems. Yeah. So I, you know, I went to live in Spain. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I went to live in Spain. Um, just wasn't really getting on at home. Okay. So I went to live in Spain where my, my dad used to live. And... Um, yeah, I, I I just went away for a bit and then is that where the olive skin's from, mate? You look no, quite tan, mate. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 maybe. Um, <laughs> do love Spain, but then I, then I come back and the, re the way I got to Hunter Charles was that Alex mm. set up Hunter Charles. Oh, is that the yeah? Oh. And you know, I, I didn't have loads of experience. What Alex knew that he got would get from me is I'd build up the market quickly. I'd build up the market. You know, I had the intensity. I had the focus, mm. and he knew that I, you know, I was very hard working. You yeah. know, when I was at Nigel Frank, I was trainee at the end of the day. Yeah, and you know, I was you know doing a lot. You know, most call times, most call dials. Mm. The input was there. Mm. Um, because I worked hard, never messed about. It's not, it's not me. Like I respected my situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know. And also, him giving you a chance as well. You yeah. must have really respected that. Uh, that wasn't really coming into my head. Really, more to do with you know, if I'm working, I'm working. That's, yeah. that's just me through and through. Yeah, fair enough. You know, when I'm at work, I'm at work. Like mm. no fucking about. Mm. Okay. So then, is it fair? To, and then, how long was you at Hunter Charles? I think was it just says like two and a bit yeah two, whatever it is yeah two to three years and, uh -huh. then, and then after that you started interact. correct so let, let's just talk a bit about Hunter Charles mm -hmm. for a second maybe you can include Nigel Frank if you want but obviously clearly that was your sort of real grounding yeah where obviously th things happen personal or whatever but ultimately that ended up being like your real grounding in recruitment which correct. I'm sure loads of things you learned through that process led you to this point mm -hmm. of you starting your own recruitment business so I guess you can use Hunter Charles or Nigel Frank, but how I'm always interested to speak to people about how their first 12 months were in recruitment because they can be some of the toughest. I don't know what you've experienced now employing people, but okay. that can definitely be the toughest for quite a few people, mm -hmm. particularly people that get sold recruitment is, as we said on the phone, that they just, when people sell recruitment, typically it can just be about the good things, mm -hmm. the money you can earn, the things you can buy, do I be for trips you can go on, but don't talk about the rejection that you can face on a daily basis, these types of things. So I guess, how were your first 12 months in recruitment? Yeah, I think, you know, Nigel Frank was more about learning, 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 um, being drilled in about process. You know, it was a very S3 type culture in mm. terms of militant, old school, you know, this is it. If you don't like it, you're gone yeah. sort of thing. Um, and you either work that way, you, you don't stay. It's as simple as that. Mm. So they, they, they cut, they cut, you know, they cut the crap out very quickly. And Alex has the mentality of, you know, 100 miles an hour, this is the way we do it, mm. you know, the proper recruitment way. Mm. And that's where I learned the ruthlessness really? from him. Yeah. What does that mean? Talk to me about that. What 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 is that ruthless? He took no shit. Took no shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In what sense though? Like when? In what sense when you're? If people take the piss, then you know mm. they would they would know about it. But that that that's what I that's what I like about Alex is you know he, you know don't get me wrong I I get I always got along with Alex because he knew that he could rely on me at mm. the end of the day. However. There are a lot of people that take the piss in recruitment. So you don't. <laughs> are you talking people that work for you? Like just yeah, just in general, like mm. you know, employees. You know, mm. they they want to sit on their phone all day. You know, they they want to take delayed lunches. They want to be late, and you know, it, it happens. And if if you're not drilling in a culture, then it's just going to all run riot, right? Mm. So, you know, I, I learn a lot from him. Put it that way. Okay. 
How did you do in, so from what I saw online, correct me if I'm wrong, the market that you ended up in is now the market you've been in for? Yeah, like, like years, since, eight yeah, nine years, eight, nine years, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you do in terms of the market? So, and then so I was their founding consultant. Always contract builder. Contract yeah, obviously or? I'd done a little bit of perm here and there, but that's just because client, it was an A job, I knew the candidate, yeah, no, yeah, I, did, yeah. I didn't ever work perm jobs heavy. But, but it, it has been predominantly contract. Of course, I'm a contract recruiter through and through. Yeah? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. How did you do billions wise in your first year, mate? Remember? My first year, I think I got to 5k a week. Yeah, yeah. And then what about Hunter Charles? Is that where? Yeah, Hunter Charles. That's, that's okay, what sorry. I mean. So I had I, I done a couple of deals. I was at Nigel Frank. Went to Hunter Charles, um, and you know I was their founding consultant. They got bought out by a company called Talent International, who are like a glow like they're a big IT recruitment company okay. in Australia. Probably the market leader in Australia. Okay. They had a lot of backing. Um, I was their number one employee. You know, between the London office and UK, they had like a hundred people plus in the first year or two. Really? Yeah, they grew very quickly. Um, I was working very closely with Alex at the time to yeah. grow, grow the brand. Would you start in the market from scratch then? Yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I left at sixteen and a half k a week. That's 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 what I got to when I was there. Yeah. You know, and you know my my background is is BD. I'm, I don't rely yeah. on accounts and stuff like that. So you know, one month, I mean, I've done like ten deals in a month, all new business, capped really? at, capped at six months. You know, stuff like that. People, people, you know, and that wasn't account. That wasn't accounts coming to me. That was me going to them, yeah, getting yeah, the yeah. jobs, get you know, working the jobs, being a specialist. Can we just talk about that for a sec? Just because if I think of like the most common things that people ask me to talk about yeah. with guests. It's business development. Yeah. It's win a new business. Yeah. So love the fact that that's something you're you're really confident in and clearly delivered um, on. Yeah, I'm good at it. Yeah. yeah. Let's break that down a bit. What what so now as well? I guess you can think about obviously what you help people with now in in your business. But again, starting a market from scratch. From what I understand, twice. I was, twice. <laughs> yeah, twice. here as well. Important. Yeah, important. Yeah. To, important note. So I, I was a perm recruiter. Uh-huh. Um, so from what I understand, sitting down with people like you, yeah, from what I understand, contract is very much, if you could, if you get the BD right, yeah. and you're really good at that, you have every chance of, of doing of really well. So let's break that down for a sec. So you, so how, what would you say are the, some of the biggest contributors to you being able to open 10 new accounts or winning 10 new clients? Open a call with a killer impact. Opening a call with a killer impact? Yeah. Talk to me, mate, what do you mean? Um, People people work the cheesy way too much. Okay. In terms of asking and mm. you know you know ask you know literally you're never ever ever going to get information from a client if you ask them. What, what do you mean? Sorry. So you know some some recruiters will ask about jobs. They'll ask if they're hiring mm. instead of putting a twist on it and telling them I heard you're hiring because mm. that way it allows them to double think and then go get the information for you because sometimes you know like I say with, with the killer impact side, side of things is you know who we are who I am you know what we do who we're helping and then pitching that way mm. like p- people people can't open you know when, when I go up to, to my floor now I could go up to my floor and get them all to pitch me and they all pitch me the same because we all I drill into them how do we make sure the first 10 seconds a client says, right, I want to stand the phone to this guy? That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So like it's like a personal pitch. Personal pitch is perfect. Really? Yeah. It sounds so basic, but how many people, if you, like in the recruitment market now, if you were to pull them aside and go, right, if you're talking to people for the first time, Not give me a pitch. That's interesting, that. Yeah. 
Like, like and I what, say, and what does that typically can, can like? You don't have to give us a whole spiel, but what does that typically consist of? Is like, hi, my name's Hisham Aziz. I'm calling you because this. This is what we do, no. bro. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Listen to the master, mate. Go on. Who am I? Yeah. Who are we? Yeah. What do we do? Mm. Okay. A case study of like a testimonial. Okay. And explain how we're helping that testimonial as quick mm. as possible, and then speaking to them about how we can help them as we've been helping other customers. It's more like case study base. That's interesting. You know, um, we're moving away from that typical recruitment style. We're, we're moving towards the more consultative approach, offering solutions. Mm. That's what we're doing. We're not doing a typical cheesy recruitment. I don't like the word recruitment anymore. Really? You know, that's why we're a staffing company. We're a specialist staffing company. When people are saying, right, you know, this is what we do. I want to speak to HR or I want to speak to line manager and do the typical flipping back references and stuff like that. That's That's... I don't, I don't fan. Yeah, I want to get big projects, big juicy projects where we can do five, 10, 15 contractors mm. in. Okay. Let me, so if I'm listening right now and I'm going, Jamie, totally get that. That's really interesting. What if I've got no case studies right now? I'm, do you know what I mean? I'm building well, they've got, they got to learn the case studies. They've got to learn, learn the, the case pitch, studies. right? Yeah, mm. learn, learn who are we working with? We're working with Microsoft. It's one of the biggest testimonials we can get. Mm. Okay, because obviously if you think you're building up, a, so are you saying then what leverage what? Because if, if you're working for an agency right now and they haven't got any testimonials, do you know what I mean? That's just what I'm thinking. That's that, oh, oh, for new startups? Yeah, yeah. Like if, well, if someone's building a desk from scratch yeah. and they're, they're going through this right now and it's like, you know what, like I'm, I'm trying to build Leverage those. off the company then. Really? But then if you then say, okay, what if there's no brands? Mm. Okay, but then you can still open with a killer impact, take the pitch out, but just offer a solution-based consultative yeah, yeah. advice of how we can help you yeah, compared yeah. to a standard agency and more of a consultative agency. Mm. Okay, a standard agency is, okay, what jobs do you have? Yeah, yeah. Selling in candidates, uh, a consultative company like us will find, so we work with a lot of customers, we will find problems within their projects where we can offer our services. Yeah, yeah. How can we save them money? How yeah. can we consult, save them time to, to deliver the project easier, better, mm. quicker? People don't do that. I know that they don't do that. My competition don't do that. Mm. That's why you know I completely outbuild all of my competition because mm. of that reason. That's really interesting that. So if anyone listening, like, and then you know you said about that pitch there, I really like the way that you structured that. Mm -hmm. Like, surely that's got to be less than more than 10 seconds, but is it the, the, the beginning of it's saying, really key? Open it with yeah, no, totally, impact, totally get right? that, yeah. Make sure that they know who am I talking to, not for them to turn around and say, okay, who is this or what do you do? Mm. You, They should know exactly who you are yeah. with that killer impact. And I think also as well, like tonality, confident when you do that is- Passion. passion. No, no, yeah. I put it down to passion. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe people call me arrogant sometimes. I've been called that once. I've been called arrogant in my interview. Okay. I don't put it down to arrogance. Okay. Arrogant is someone who is very cocky, doesn't have the facts. Mm. And me, I put myself down to passionate mm. with facts. Mm. It's passion that may make me sound like, okay, yeah, he's a bit arrogant, but no. Mm. Because I'm very passionate. You know, what I've done, I, you know, I'm, I'm not grateful, but I'm proud of my achievements. Totally, yeah. Um, and like I said, I put a lot of it down to passion. And, um, you know, I, I tell them all to pitch with passion. Mm. Passion goes a long way, doesn't it? I think it's the best thing in any pitching. Mm. Passion, energy, like, it, it would just take you, it would, it would take you a long, it would take you a long way. 100%. So a big part as to how you got to those sorts of numbers, new business. And that, yeah. is that something you, like, clearly, new you, business all, you always got new business. New business Every single client. month, you was like, right, what new? Now, 90% of my calls are successful, if really? I make the call. 
that's interesting yeah and uh, is there anything before that though to make sure that the calls you are making are of course, strategic being you know an expert mean? i done um like an article on my linkedin of what is a specialist recruiter mm. okay knowing your market Mm. That, that i.e. who are the biggest projects in your market who are the best candidates in your market the top 20 candidates in each job yeah. title in your market okay knowing when you get a lead who is the lead for okay mm. um, being quicker than your market like your competition you know I've done a deal in every continent in the world now okay at the start of this year in January I've done my last deal which was, which was Australia mm. you know I've done Africa Australia Asia Europe North mm. America Canada and South America. That's wicked. But that, and you know, you would think that my competition in these locations should have beat me. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't. Mm. So, is there any? Is there so? What? How? How can people really start getting to that point of really knowing their market inside out? Is a big part of that knowing their candidates. Who can give you all this information? Doing like, the full, what was you not, doing? not cut, not cutting corners. Really. Candidates. You know, the the. I wasn't a candidate guy. The reason why I've, the reason why I know the best candidates because I place the best candidates mm. but it's not always to be able, you're not always able to place the best candidates yeah, yeah. however I you know when people interview with me people work for me my clients mainly everyone knows I'm just direct mm. I, I don't mess around and not you know and talk the cheesy way of recruitment and this <laughs> and that I don't I don't care about that yeah, yeah, yeah. bottom line is I don't care about that mm. for me I want to do business I'm mm. here to do business and that's it mm. Surprising, like it sounds simple, but how many people are doing that? What the cheesy? Nah, they're just doing wanting to do business and being direct and solving problems. And do you know what I mean? A lot of people don't ask the questions on the call to, let's say, you know, a lot of people are afraid sometimes. Mm. You know, when you're flipping back a project manager mm. and you're, you've sold a project manager a job, whether it's a fake job or a real job, mm. and then asking about their hiring needs within their team, people for, people just forget the basics sometimes. Mm. So you just mentioned there, I'm thinking, so you're someone that um, did really well at this business, built up this book of business. How, so you knowing that you wasn't, so, Obviously, candidates then. How did you deal with that then? Because that's something also you had to be good enough at to... I had good jobs. Okay, that's interesting. Is that the difference in the contract market then? That obviously that would No, not mess, I don't mess around my candidates, string yeah. them along and don't go give them feedback. Mm. I, don't, I don't do that. Mm. Like I say, my, the reason why I've done well, a lot of my deals were jobs that I created. I found problems within projects and sold in solutions. Mm. That's creating a job. Mm. I very rarely chase leads, don't mm. like all that. Cause it's, it's, it's B and C jobs. I want exclusive A jobs. Mm. You know, my ratio at my last business was like 1.1 to a deal. Really? Yeah. And that's, that is that? well, it's, you can't get better. <laughs> <laughs> where, does, um, where, does, where does mindset for this for you fit in? Because I feel like you strike me as someone that's got, clearly got work ethic, natural work ethic. Mindset's like key, right? Um, and you know, I pray, I tell my team about mindset all the time. Yeah. You know, I've done, I do research on mindset and really? stress and everything. What's yeah. been your journey over there, mate? It'd be good to just talk a bit about that because I'm sure mindset, you've like had some tough times. It hasn't all been fucking 1.1. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, so when I first set up my business, yeah. I lost all of my money. Really? Yeah, I lost all of my money doing something stupid. Um, if I wanted to, I should I could have just gone back to my old company and earned all of that money that I was earning monthly, but I didn't. I pressed on. Mindset's key. I never ever let ever let something affect me while I'm working, really? ever, regardless how bad it is. So is it safe to say? Well, let's definitely go on to that because I think that that I love the fact that you've been open and honest about that. 
was it at Hunter Charles then? Was there more ups than there was downs then? No, because like I say, uh, when I was on tight to do 10 deals a month, right? I was on, I think, five or six deals. One of the boys in the team had two weeks left. One of the boys in the team said, oh, you can chill back and sit back now. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I, I build big big numbers there. Um, and I was like, no, I was like, no way. Yeah. I said, watch. I said, watch what I do this month. And, you know, last week I created a couple of deals because, you know, I just made it happen. I yeah, thought, yeah. you know what, I'm on eight deals now. I want to get 10. Yeah. I can be. I can do ten. Like you don't hear a lot of people that do ten deals, new business deals, mm. not account delivery and all of that shit. Mm. I mean, like proper new business deals. And I pushed on. You know, that, that someone like that, that's an average recruiter. Mm. And I talk about comfort zones as well. You know, you have the comfort zones, you have the growth zones. Mm. I'm always in my growth zone. So mm. I always want to learn more, do more, be better. Do podcasts. Do yes. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. Have you always been like that though? How have, yeah. you, how have you cultivated that? Do you know what no, I, mean? I, I don't get me wrong. Like as I've got older, I've got more intelligent about. You know, I'm not the brightest person. Yeah, I've got not a lot of GCSEs. Mm. However, for me, I'm very streetwise, and you know, I'm, I'm all about mindset, positivity. Everyone that walks through my door gets gets given the book, The Secret. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's interesting. And, you know, we've got another book called Gung Ho, okay. which was recommended to me by my Ned, mm. um, which is just great talk to me about the secret do. mate because i've read that and i mean that's that's affirmations everything yeah, yeah. you know my tra my trainee was the quickest trainee i see do a deal really uh, like a month and a half um he's done two deals in a month and a half no recruitment experience uh, no sales experience either and you know I, I you know he watches like eric thomas and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know my whole business is built around that all the negative people i've, I've just i've got rid of them mm. let's dive into your business yes I'd really like to do that. So clearly learned a lot of Hunter Charles. Have you always wanted your own business? Alex knew that I always wanted. <laughs> Did he? You know, yeah. And were you, were you open about it? Or? No, he, okay. he obviously didn't like it, but that, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, I was, I was a good biller. You know, I was a big biller. I was their, I was their main biller. Mm. I'd have done phenomenal numbers there if I stayed there. Was there a point then where you're like, you know what, I could be doing this for myself? No, because I was young, right? A lot of people doubted me. Oh, you're too young to do this and stuff how, like how that. How old are you? 23. When you started? I set up Interex at 23. Yeah, so, and who who typically would be like, nah, Jamie, you need more you need more experience, mate. Was that close, was that friends, was it colleagues, was it? No, w when I handed my notice in. <laughs> Straight away, I was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing, mate? Yeah. Really? That's fine, though, but, you know. But did you, did you what, where, did the, where did that motivation to start Interex come what, Did it come from anywhere, or was it, do you, do you know what I mean? Don't really know because I've I've never done management training. I never managed a big team ever. Oh, you were never was a manager. No, I mentored people. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mentored people. But every everything that I've done and see, I've learned it from Alex. Or um, I train people how I do recruitment. Yeah, yeah. If you train people how to do recruitment, mm. you know how I work. So, yeah, mm. I am very militant. I'm I'm a one off, and you know I've uh, like, like Alex always said to me, you can't hire yourself, and mm. I always wanted myself, but you can't hire that. Mm. Um, and I've, I've only started getting my head around it. It's not every biller is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, my expectation is through the roof. Yeah. Okay. So Interex, you started that in when you were 23? 20, April, 2016. April 2016. Yeah. And like, what, did you have a business plan? Like, what was the, what was the plan here, mate? Did you have a plan? I had a plan, but I've never done anything like that before. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a good biller. 
Really? I'm a, I'm a, so how, like, talk to me a bit about the early days then, mate. Because I it think, nothing. Again, I, I've, you know, it was, it was pathetic. Look, I've look, I, I still have it now. Looking back, back at it, saying about one deal a month after a month, I don't know, two, I said to myself, no, month one, I put, I've done a deal a month to the end of the year, 12 months. Yeah. That's pathetic. Like that's not that's not a lot. Yeah, but still. But I always done worst case and all of this, and it, I'll be honest with you, it's quite embarrassing looking back at it. However, you know, I didn't know any different. I knew I could earn money mm. on my own. That's so the first. So the first twelve months were a bit challenging. Uh, no, because I done well. However, I did have a big challenge because one of my projects went from what my product to mm. a completely different product. Okay. I got rid of all of my contractors. However, you know. I didn't. I didn't have a plan. I just mm. said to myself, right, this is what I need, okay, in mm. terms of tools. Mm. Not a lot. I just needed a phone and LinkedIn, really. Mm. Could do, and that's all I done business by. Mm. Where did you? Where was you working out of? Um, I had a small, which is probably the size of this, yeah. like half of this meeting room yeah. in Loughton, where okay. I live. Uh, was there. Grew out of that straight away because I wanted to hire someone. Went to another office in Loughton where I had one employee. Yeah. And then we come up to here. Bank. Bank. Yeah. Uh, we went to the office group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there for a year. Hated it. And then, yeah, we, we leased this. This was, this was a big commitment that we had. Mm. But we've done it. Okay. And yeah. So a lot of people, there'll be a lot of people listening that may think about having to have wanting to do their own recruitment business and these types I of things. I set this business up on nothing. Nothing. What do you mean nothing? No, no, no cash injected funds. I'm the sole founder of this business, right? I you said this... just save that money. Yeah, I, I lost most of that money. <laughs> um, Why did? I, how? How come? Gambling. Let's talk a bit about that. Gambling. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? As in just as in like socially gambling, or as in gambling just, on? Just, I, every, like I said, everything I do is either big or not big. Everything. Okay. When I go out, everything. It's all. I either do it all or nothing. Mm. Okay, that that's just me. In my business, I'm all or nothing. Mm. You know, I I put so much passion in my training. It's ridiculous. Mm. People know when they've come into a training session with me. Mm. You know, I, I'm, it's just just who I am. And you know, people people say, you know, what, what what you know? Do you need this massive plan in place? Do you need this? Do you need that? No. Pick up if you're on your own. Pick up the phone and do the job well. Make it happen. Yeah. Stop, stop looking for excuses. Mm. It's embarrassing. How did you know you was doing... Obviously, you, there must have been a, obviously quite a few times where you're like, am I doing the right thing? Did, did, no, do you know what I mean? Because you've got never. nothing else to... Really, you've got no one to bounce off. That's obviously some some people worry about that. Of course. And it is so hard. No, mm. I think 80% of people won't be able to do it. Maybe mm. even more, 90%. What, so what got difficult. you through that then, mate? Who I am. Mm. I told you, like I say, so much focus and discipline and passion and determination and, you know, the list goes on that like like I said I, I know how to do the job nothing will stop me mm. how, did, how did you get this money back that you lost there mate <laughs> uh, I, just, I had a little bit of money yeah. and I got I got my office which was cheap I got my LinkedIn recruiter mm. which is not it's not overly expensive for me mm. um, I had my phones and that was it that's all I need I don't need job boards I don't mm. need nothing okay so was so when so so the first twelve months was it? You said it was just you. You said just to track back, just you, yourself in Loughton. Uh, or, no, or, or towards no. the end you got towards someone. the end I got someone in. Yeah. So that was interesting then. So hadn't you mentored a few people? How, what was like the big drive around you wanting to get someone in? Because obviously I was super busy. Really? Yeah. In the space of eighteen months, I got my contract, but my own one, to twenty one thousand five hundred a week. Really? And 
And is that, that then Jamie being really good at new business again? Is that the guy that's that me. made that and happen? I knew my competition, right? Nigel Frank. I knew my competition in my market. Mm. Um, and I've outbuilt everyone now. Mm. And I don't know anyone. There may be. I don't know. Mm. I don't know anyone has had zero database, zero anything, and zero brand mm. to build to that number quicker than me. Mm. 18 months, no database, nothing. Getting to 21,500 a week, billion 84k or whatever it is. Mm. I've, I've not heard anyone do that. Not bad, that is it? No. Something to be proud of. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Um, and I, I know you said this before we started, and then I think it's a good thing to know. And the, this wasn't in the UK at this point. This was it had all mainland Europe. All mainland Europe. All ma and, and like I say, you know. And did you do that when you was a uh, your previous company? Uh, yeah, yeah, I started. Yeah, okay, so had it, okay, I done okay, a bit cool. of UK and Europe and some states stuff as well. Uh, but when I was here, I focused on Europe. Really, I had I had covenants as well. Mm. Um, so it's all new business that you done. Uh -huh. Everything. Mm. Yeah, they tried saying it wasn't, but it was. <laughs> they tried coming after my new business stuff, and it was just really. Yeah, it was pathetic. Okay. But yeah. So with that in mind, mate, how? So then, so then, sorry, year two at the office group. How many did you grow to then? So we we we're, we're classing our four years, right? So okay. 20, 2017 was our four year because we started halfway through twenty sixteen. Okay. So twenty seventeen was our four four year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was our first full year. Then last year was our second full year, and this is our third full year. Third full year. So, you know, in the space of, you know, in our second, so in our first full year towards yeah. the end, mm. um, one of my biggest accounts completely, they got rid of all of my contractors. I had about 15 contractors in there. Okay. So it was three quarters of my book. Wow. Yeah. So it was, it was like, oh my God, what's going on? Mm. Just after Christmas as well. Really? Yeah, I remember it. Um, How'd that make you feel? Shit. Yeah. yeah, massively. Because you got to understand, right? We didn't have a lot of ca like, cash. Mm. Was building. Because was you sorry again? Because this isn't um, what I worked in. But with contractors, does it was you paying them out of your? No, we. Or did you ever have the pay? We, we had no. We role? had. Um, hey, we got a um, finance agreement with HSBC. Okay, cool. Yeah. So then that involves them payrolling and. Paying. They factored. Okay, cool. Yeah, and paid us when we was paid. When no the client was paid, mm. just normal. Lucky we have it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How did you? We own the turnover. Cool. So the chat. So where did you go from there? Then like you lost all those people. Pushed on. Really? Yeah, it's like starting again. Yeah, it's like starting again. N never thought about quitting. No. Really? I I know I know I'm the best at what I do. Mm. There's not that you know. I what did you learn from that though? Don't focus on one account. Mm. Well, I didn't focus on one account because I'd done a business everywhere else. But, but don't let it be X but, percentage. But then sometimes you think you're not going to turn away business right in your market. Mm. You know, I, I was doing deals like no mm. tomorrow there. So that resilience that you're talking about there, hmm? like everyone out there, so there's what, 15, did you say 15 now? All of them, all of them can't have that real resilience that you have. Like, how, how have you gone about cultivating that in your a people? A lot of them do now. My my core ten, mm. they do. How have you how have you built that up for them? Because that that's if I think again, Gung people ho. that message me, a book. Yeah. Would well, give us a bit of a synopsis, just a core thing Talks that you think about people culture, can benefit from. Culture, culture. It's all about culture. Um, we we in the last six months we've really created our culture. I'm trying to create my brand, our identity. Um, 
you know our training is the you know I think it's the best in the industry mm. you know the training comes from me and I'm mentoring people of how how to you know I've, I've, I've built up two contract books from scratch no brand nothing and I, I mentor people on how to build quick better than a competition mm -hmm. faster than a competition um, and good and good you know I'm, I'm 26 mm -hmm. I've got a lot of energy mm. you know my, my trainees want to work for me mm. trainees don't want to work for my competition in the industry because they know they're looking at me 26 year old that's going to turn over 9 million this year mm. compared to maybe a 40 50 60 year old CEO that they don't have much interaction with mm. you know it's all well and good saying yeah I've done it 20 years ago but that was easier then so so much harder now. Mm. So much harder to do recruitment now. What do you think a good contract builder should be billing? That, that can build. So I, I spoke to someone who worked for a decade for 17 years, build 1.4 million in one year. And, but and then it, I was... But he was what, uh, been there 14 in years? In 2003, he did that. But and then I said, but in today's market, totally different. It's like, yeah, completely different now, blah, blah, blah. And he said, he, he thought a lot of really good contract builder can do anywhere between sort of five to... 700 now in today's market what a great biller yeah like a decent yeah, contract yeah. biller can hit I've those sort of numbers my top biller's 22 and he's going to go into next year on 15k a week he'll he'll should be on about 20k by april really yeah and then sorry what does that add up in like a year then so that's just me being so shit with <laughs> 20 fair enough it's just because obviously i'll let you think just because obviously million, normally, right? Yeah, it's just because obviously normally perm is like the year, like do you know what I mean? This is the year, yeah, of so I'm not thinking of like a week, perm. really. Yeah. Um, so culture is something that everyone talks about. Let's just talk about that. So you said there, like the last six months, you've really been trying to build so that. So how can you start identifying that? If I'm listening right now, how can I start identifying what my culture is? Do you know what I mean? Okay. We someone classed us as like semi corporate, but semi. This is a proper sales company. Okay. Okay. I've now got it to a point where new people will come in. So we're doing, an, I've, I've done a training academy last two, three months ago, yep. two months ago. Yeah. And these were brand new trainees. And we've now got a culture where any new person, whether they're senior or junior, coming to our business, yep. that my core team are setting the pace. They're not at that level, they'll get left behind straight away. Core team, the culture okay. is set now where. We have rules, we mm. have ways of working, mm. we have processes. Mm. Not a lot of people have this in place, mm. okay? You know, we, we I'm all about creating a noise in the office, okay? And the, the culture uh, that we're building is that, like I say, people will know straight away if they're right for it or not. Mm. And, you know, we, we will be able to, I can identify within the first week if someone's gonna last here because how differently they work to how we we work as a team really? and like i say we work all the same yeah. my team's range is 18 to 20 me 26 really? okay so i've got a young team mm. and we all work the same way as a team and i want to press on a team mm. because you know there's a lot of businesses where everyone's very different and you know it's yeah it's, it's good to have people that are different however the way of working the processes mm. the structure um, How did you start building that then? If you didn't have that before, like gun hose, is it literally? Yeah, yeah. but the, I, I have a, a Ned, like a non-exec director. Okay, he 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 got me the book, or he told me to get the book and told me to read it, and you know, it had a big impact. It has, and I spoke to a couple of people of ways of doing things, um, and you know, you know, pe people have left my business that I've got rid of. You know, they always say, oh, you know, very very militant way of working and mm. stuff like that, but you know. 
it's such it's you being true to yourself though then it's me being true to myself yeah. and people get what they see with me yeah. you know i'm very direct in my interviews people come at my interviews and say i'm just so direct really? but that's because i will never set, make miss sell an opportunity there's a lot of people that miss sell opportunities in this industry i'll never do that people will know exactly how i am the pressure it will get from me mm. but with me i get results out of people mm. that's the difference if you want to be average you won't work for me Mm. Okay. If you want to challenge and actually earn a shitload of money and beat everyone in your industry, you work for me. Mm. There's no two ways about it. Mm. And that's what I say in my in any interview that I have. Mm. Okay. If you want to be average, go work for someone else because mm. you won't be welcome here. Because mm. my bar is high. But that's because, you know, I, I was the best in my industry. I know that for a fact. And now Interex as a brand, I want us to be the best at what we do. Mm. Okay, and Most that's why, standards, yeah. and you know, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm such a perfectionist in everything. Mm. So everything I do has to be perfect. Mm. And if it's not, then I lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. But that's because, you know, I want people to know Interact is the brand of quality. I love that, mate. You're so passionate when you talk about that. And I, I think, I think again, do you, is someone's going to listen to that and go, nah, I don't want to work for him. No. That's fine. But as you just said, it's like the people that do want that. The people out there that are do because there's not everyone wants to strive for that. No, they just don't. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. I so don't I think average. That's, I think it's honestly, I think that's great. The fact that you're owning that average you know isn't mean? welcome with me. Yeah, I, I just love the fact you're owning that because a lot of people yeah. will be like, like I don't want to, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be arrogant. Like if yeah, like if you want to be the best, work for me. But like you're owning that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. That, you know, all my training, training academy people that I've got, I I, I close them on the spot. Mm. because they knew they were sold on the interview. They didn't have to go home and think about it. They knew what they were stepping into. Mm. You know, I interviewed so many people and the bar was so high for the trainees. And, you know, I, I got I got the right people. I haven't retained one person because um, he was he couldn't take criticism. But I've got four people out there that are going to be machines in the next year. Mm. Absolute machines. When you're hiring, obviously it's, that's a, it's obviously a, a, a real challenge for a lot of recruitment businesses uh -huh. hiring for their own business. What are the sort of key key traits that you look for in people that are sort of unnegotiable that they have to have? So interest? we're looking at more trainees at the minute. Mm. The trainees, they need to be moldable. Moldable. They need to be passionate. Mm. They need to be very positive. Mm. Um, they have to have the mindset of wanting to work ridiculous hours. Okay. I'm not saying you have to here. Mm. I, I care about results and mm. input. Um, but they, they need to have the mindset of wanting, you know, okay to work hours if they need to. Work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's everyone's it. going to say that though, right? But I, I can tell straight away if I want someone or not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? How can, how can you measure those types of things in an interview? What, anything that you tip, typically do that some people might be able to get a value out of? I just know what I want. <laughs> I can't, I to be fair, that's that, good advice. Yeah. Know what you want. I know what I want. There's a lot of people that probably don't know what they no, want. No, I know what I want. And like I say, people buy into me. I'm not a cheesy guy that hasn't been there and done it. You know, trainees look up to people like me. You know, I, don't get me wrong, I love spending money. Mm. I, I love spending money. I hate the word budget. Budget doesn't even come into my office because, you know, when I do my incentives, they're top, they're top. Mm. Like, they're, you can't get better. Mm. And people know that. Mm. You know, my incentives are great. You know, I do an incentive nearly every other week. Okay. And I don't, I don't care about doing that. People say, oh, you spend too much money. Okay. But we, we, we're getting results. Mm. That, that's, that's just my philosophy. Mm. Um, simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love it, mate. So, um, as you, as you mentioned it a couple of times, so I've had the conversation quite a few times with uh, business owners and have said around sort of them wanting to get in there and these types of things. 
Yeah. How how impactful has that been for your business, mate? Uh, yeah. So I, I got Gary Goldsmith. Yeah. Known in the industry. Um, yeah, it's been great working with him. Mm. Um, he's helped me out a lot. What would you say if people, if an agency owner is listening right now and they're, they're thinking about getting in there or whatever? What are some of the things that they should maybe think about, or some of the things that you've seen the the real benefit in? You got to think with me, right? I've got no background in building a company. Yeah, sure. I'm young, okay. Sure. I've not got r any real, real management experience, okay. Yeah. I've got no process where I'm looking at forecasts and stuff like that. And P and I've never done any of that. Yeah. Okay. I've put a, a structure in now. I've got a structure, and we can build on a great structure. They, yeah. they, they, we're now scalable. Mm. That's the key word, right? We we're in a position where we can scale. Scale, yeah. And like I say. We're, we're in a position where we're scalable because we have the right culture in place. Mm. That's that, and that's and, and and having the Ned has really helped you mark, he's helped build me. that. He's yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Helped me. yeah. So that's it. again, I think what you're saying there is huge, huge value add. Is that if you're someone that, as you just said, you're someone that recognises some of the weaknesses, some of the experiences that you haven't had, and you can have access to someone that has those experiences, then that's super valuable. I, I can give him a call when I want. Mm. Yeah. And that's enough in itself. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Because if you had any mentors? Never. Really? Alex, Philip. Yeah, I was going to say, was, was he a bit boss. of a mentor to you? Yeah, not now. <laughs> we, we, we don't really talk now. Um, but yeah, he was. And he, was, he was. He was great. On the money part. The money. You're talking about you love spending money and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, just again, look, I'm 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 an honest guy, right? And it's come up a couple of times. It come up in a on a uh, conversation recently I had on this podcast. How much? So. What do you talk to anyone about managing their money? What, or being oh, smart my, with their money? Just what, like with the them people boys out there. Like, for example, you've got eight, as you said. So my top biller, right? He yeah. was, he, he, he started earning decent money. Yeah. And he wasn't, he wasn't, his mum and dad were telling him what to do with his really? money. I said, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually told him to fucking ignore them <laughs> and just start spending it, enjoy it. Don't yeah. come and graft your ass off and then, watch it and you're young and watch about how much you're going to spend on a top or a pair of trainers mm. I, I don't like that okay okay i, want I, I just think there's a conversation to be had around there's also i think 100%. financial advice like if you think you young lad earning good money yeah you mentioned gambling earlier whatever but i I'll think give you an idea, there needs to be right? a conversation doesn't there so you know when, what people get with me when they work for me is that they get the full package. Yeah. They get their mate, their boss, director, colleague, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, okay? yeah. I'm everything to a lot of people out there. Yeah. And I, I go the extra mile to make sure that everyone is comfortable in life. Mm. Okay. Whether that's, you know, me helping someone out with counseling, I don't care, I'll pay for it. Mm. Whether that's, um, you know, just being there for someone when it, when it, things are shit. Yeah. I, you know that I, you know, whether that's you know, I had one guy that was in riddled in debt, but I was paying it. You know, I was managing. I was managing his money in mm. the end. You know, I had his money. I was managing it, and yeah, it was a fucking pain in the ass. Mm. But I'll do that, especially if they work for me. Mm. I don't care what I'll do. I'll do what I can to make my team happy. Mm. Okay, I'll go the extra mile because, like I say, um, I'm just one of these people where people can rely on me. Mm. Yeah, you said that from the get. Yeah talking about this yeah again it'd be interested to get your thoughts on this i'm conscious of time we've got a bit haven't we where does happiness fall into this mate 
Do you know yeah. what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, obviously, money money does bring what's, happiness. What's been your journey with happiness during this business? Because like how There's no, just getting this downs. meeting you today, mm. I feel like you're clearly someone that's all about work. As you said, you're fully committed when you're here. Blah blah blah. How has that impacted? Yeah, your relationship with happiness. They said ups and downs. How has it impacted relationships with with um, girlfriends, partners, whatever? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like how's how's that been? <laughs> <laughs> Because um, it's real, isn't it? Like, if you're starting a bit of recruitment business, there are things you've got to think about. I'll be honest with you. Go on. Whatever the situation is, my mm. business comes first. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what I can um, There's no two ways about it. No, no one is going to get in my way of mm. what I'm going to achieve, okay? Because mm. what I'm going to achieve is going to be phenomenal. I know that because, you know, there, there's no one like me. Mm. And I, I can say that because I, I've got, you know, I, I confident you know people when people meet me mm. they 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 can see straight if they work for me they they think you know that I, I I'm good at what I do because yeah. of how I am and who I am yeah. um I'm happy you mm. know I can spend money when I want now I've never been able to do that mm. you know you know my mum even said the other day like she spent a bit of money and you know she she was like she was like happy because it's it's great that she can she doesn't have to think about, to think about it, yeah. like what she has to spend okay so seeing stuff like that is, is great mm. um money regardless what anyone says money brings happiness okay mm. because you get to do what you want mm. you know i'm 26 years years old right mm. i've got a business that's earning a shitload of money mm. okay i'm earning a shitload of money mm. You know, I've got everything I possibly want, mm. okay? Yeah, I might want to get a few other massive things, but that's millions of pounds I need to be spending. But for a 26-year-old, I've got everything I want. So, yeah, I am happy. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I'm stressed out my eyeballs. <laughs> However, you know, I've got a good team behind me that, that's handling with all of that stuff. Mm. You know, I've got a good, you know, team that I, I, I pay, and I think it's all, you know, I'm very healthy. Okay, like I said, I've got OCD with everything, and you know, that's important to you. Yeah, I've I've got you know I'm I've got a good team that helps me with my health in different areas. What do you mean? So? You know, I do yoga every week. Yeah. I get a massage every week. I get acupuncture every week. Nice. You know, I you know I go kickboxing. Money, right? Of course, you know. Yeah, it is, but you know, and and the way you know one of my health advisors says, if if you don't do all of this and take an hour and a half at lunch to go gym then you're not going to be at your full game. So if mm. I'm not at my full game, I'm not going to give them my full 100%, totally. and then my business is not going to get 400%. Yeah, there's no point if J Jamie isn't, the like, yeah. if you can't give 100% to Jamie, then money's not going to help you do that. However, I'm in early, I leave late, I never take the piss, I'm never late, I'm never sick. Mm. So that's me. I lead by example. Mm. Always have, always will. Mm. I was never late at my last company. Ever. It's important, I think. Yeah, of course. Never been late. Yeah, people look at the, the little well, I, I knew come to this meeting and meet, me and you just speaking that I knew I couldn't be late to this meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. give it up. No, I love that. I think that's class. So just a quick one as we finish, mate. Um, just to finalise sort of what you learned and stuff. I think thinking of the people listening, like any any sort of learnings on you helping these guys get to the, your bar and the standard like yeah. that are worth, worth sharing. I know you mentioned the book a few times, but... I don't know, any, any have sort a of goal. Have a yeah. goal, yeah. Have a goal, Every, you know, ha have your affirmations written down. So on my phone, right, I have my affirmations written down okay. of everything that I'm going to achieve. Telling myself that I will be successful. Telling yeah. myself that I will achieve X, Y, Z. Yeah. Every day I read that, mm. every day, regardless. Every year I have a goal. Mm. Like every month I have a goal, mm. okay? And, 
you know, people ask about me, you know, what's your two year, three year, four year plan? I don't have one. Because mm. every year we always overachieve and I always will do everything I can to overachieve. So have a goal written down mm. and affirm that every day. That's, mm. that's so, so, so big. If you're not telling yourself that every day, give up. <laughs> give up. Just give up. Or start. Yeah, or start. Yeah. They're just, just start doing it. Start being positive, you know. People aren't like that. Mm. You know, I've got a lot of people on that wavelength since they've started it. Mm. And they love it. it. It is mental. Again, I was the weird guy in the office talking about all this sort of stuff in my office of eight. And I was the weird guy in the office, like, fucking oh, positive him again in the it. office. It, it goes, it works. It, it it's goes the, it's, the, it's, it's the possible, possibly the most biggest thing right now. Mm. All of this positivity and, you know, and I, I've, I've read, you know, being, being negative, it actually shrinks your, 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 your mind. I don't know what it's actually called, but, you know, being positive, it, it allows you to, to think better, overthink yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Being, being negative, it actually makes you narrow minded as a fact, like a scientific fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I drill people on that every day. Mm. 100%. If people come in negative, I'll, I'll bring them in here and I'll find out what's wrong. Mm. So I want it done, gone. Can you be positive all the time though? Yeah. Do you think? It's mindset. Mindset. A lot of but I think 80% of my business play on mindset. Mm. We all we all believe in it. But it's okay. I personally, I I'm, I couldn't agree with you more. You but can't be okay every day. That's what I mean. You have shit things happen. Yeah. How yeah, yeah. Do, how do you leave that at the door? Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. That's the important about. thing. Yeah. It's how you manage it. Like at the end of the day, that's the thing. When you really realise when you have a shit day, at the end of the day, when you realise you have the choice how you react to that, yeah. that's 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 the game changer. It's how you manage it. It's how I manage it for yeah. them. Yeah. Okay? I, I help them. Mm. That's what that's what I'm here to do is to be a mentor, to be a coach, to help them mm. be better. You know, change the mindset, tailor it. Mm. You know what? Why? Why is that irrelevant right now? Mm. And why is you know giving it 100 percent when you come out to, come out of this mm. meeting room? Mm. You know, relevant. Mm. You know, that's what people need to think about is how they handle it and I, I've, I've always handled it well mm. um, but I'm learning more and more about mindset and stuff mm. like that because I think it's so big yeah so big so important do you still build now or are you always more managing? I get on the phone do you yeah I get on the phone every now and then really yeah and the, but your, is your job I'm like a B, BD director really yeah but and then what are you doing the rest of the time managing, managing vision training stuff like that so on the business and getting more out of mm. your people here but like I say I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring in like a number two if really anyone, if anyone's interested um, <laughs> you have to be positive yeah exactly um, because I want to focus more on you know generating some big accounts and stuff like that like this year I brought on Microsoft in multiple locations that's great um, but I want to start getting yeah like you I know said, your strengths and the value 90% of my calls client calls are, are successful mm. that's, that's, that's is that because you go into that call really I'm, feeling and knowing that it's I know be that I'm going to get something out of it because I, I, I know what I'm going to say I'm mm. going to give them testimonials. I'm going to mm. I'm going to hit them with my pitch. And it's my mm. pitch. Mm. You can't have this pitch because it's my pitch yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is how I do it mm. because I, I I can back myself up. I can send, you know, clients to my LinkedIn page and say, "Look, I've got 41 re references on my LinkedIn page. Clearly I'm doing something right, Mr. Client." Mm. Okay. And like I said, a lot of it's about, you know, letting them to trust you. Mm. But trust comes with proof. Mm. So if they don't let you prove it, then what's the point in having a conversation? Where's this business going then? What's the what are you thinking about? Yeah. Where, where are you hoping to be we, in the next year? Next year we'll have thirty five people. Okay. We have an office in Amsterdam. Um, we will in the next two years we'll be the market leader in what we do in Europe for quality, not biggest, but quality. We'll be we'll be the best mm. um, in Europe. Um, how how important is headcount to you? The right headcount is yeah. Important. No, I'm glad you said that again. 
conversation I had with a chap, like if you were to ask him, yeah, a year and a half ago, two years ago, he was like, I want to be 30, 50, whatever. He, he said, he was like, look, I got caught up on headcount. Headcount's vanity. And no, 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 no. Reality. I don't have a big pot of money where I can just dip into. Everything I've done is organic. It's organic mm. growth. So everything I do is very careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's because again, if you think if you go down to to the pub and like, oh, hey, Jamie, how's business going? The first thing they're gonna ask you is, how many people do you? How many people work for you, mate? Oh, it's the same. It's an yeah, easy yeah, thing yeah. to talk about. 100%. So it's an easy thing to get caught up on, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? But no, it's no, like, no, what no, are you getting out of that. what are you getting out of each person is so the important thing to measure. Do you know what I mean? Growth. Yeah. Yeah. Profit, revenue, and growth. Mm. Um. So, <clears throat> anyone, if if you were to um, if you were to go back and start Interex again, would you do anything different? Yeah, make the right hires sometimes. Sometimes I've made the wrong hires. Mm. That's evident. Um, that's that's probably the main thing. Mm. And I wanted to have an. Um, I wanted to go in with someone as a partnership. Really? It's very, very. I would never advise doing it on your own. Yeah. Ever. Why? It's just harder. You're 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 the only person moaning at someone. You're the only person. You know telling people how to work if you have two people doing it they, then they have to respect that yeah you know that's interesting so Matt is it's one of my biggest regrets but you know not a lot of people I, could, I couldn't work with a lot of people because they wouldn't be on my page <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean yeah 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 so it, my sort of final thing there was just going to be like anyone listening that's thinking about starting a recruitment business or whatever what what's the sort of things if, if me and you were sitting in the pub right now and I was saying that Jamie I'm thinking about starting a recruitment business I think it depends one. right yeah if they've got back in, it's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if they're doing it like me, which I think that's the only way I can give experience on, yeah, yeah, is stick to the basics. Yeah. Okay. Focus on billing a shitload of money, of course, um, but don't get lazy. You know, mm. have have don't your get goal. Complacent. Have your goal, and and be better. You know, I when I set up this company, I said right, I'm going to completely outbuild everyone. So I I wanted to. Beat my old contract book in terms of GP per week, done that. I wanted to beat my competition, done that. And you know, don't don't set up the recruitment company to to think, okay, I'm just going to work nine till five. No, I was working later, harder than I ever possibly did. Yeah. People do the complete opposite. How how often do you think about your competition? Never. <laughs> You've mentioned them quite a lot. Yeah, beating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the reason why I say that is because if I think when I was in recruitment... I only know my actual market competition. However, the only mo the only market competition I have is Nigel Frank. Mm. Apart from that... But are you, you're saying actual individuals, you know? Are your, com your competition yeah, yeah, I know, actual I know like billers, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, No, the only reason why that I think is you could quite easily... A lot of people could quite easily say, oh, Jamie, don't think about your competition, mate. Focus on your own thing. Do you know what yeah, I mean? But I focus on my own thing to be. I, I want to be known as you know the best recruiter in what I do. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's great. I'm just yeah. interested to see what you say. Um, okay, before we finish and ask you the final question. Yeah. What are you excited about, mate? Talk to me. What am I excited? Yeah. About? What are you excited about that you want to shout about? I'm excited about where I'm going to take this business. Mm. Um, I'm excited about you know I want to start looking at being a you know winning awards you know mm. for our great work and what we're doing. Um, I'm excited about taking a company overseas and global. I mm. want to dominate what we're doing globally. Mm. Um, and I'm excited for next year because, like, like I said, now we really have a good culture and structure. Yeah, real good that nucleus, we, really we, good people. We now, we're scalable. That's mm. the, that's the, it, 
it's, it's well and good to scale in, but are you scalable? You're scalable, yeah. And we're scalable. It's an important point to make, isn't it? It's, it's, it's major key. Mm. And that's what major I'm excited key. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. No, honestly, hats off to you, mate. Look, we're... Um, I think I know we like you mentioned it a few times. I think a lot of people in today's day and age can get caught up on age. Hundred percent. I'm not. I'm too young. What, my age. Too, yeah, oh, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm same as you. Yeah. But like, I think if you think in today's day and age, I don't know what your perception is of this or whatever your mates or whatever. But I think in today's day and age, so many people can get caught up in age and like I should be here when I'm at this age or I can't do that because I'm this age or whatever. Yeah. I think hats off to you, mate, because I think you just really. I, I think you've really owned mm-hmm. that and. If you've had a bit of a chip in your shoulder about it or whatever, but you, you've gone, you know what? I'm look myself in the mirror. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. You know of what course. I mean? I think more people need to own that. Hundred percent. I think that's great. Um, so look, last question. Third last question. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> last question, mate. So um, what I always ask people to finish this is if you could um, communicate to everyone out there. Every recruiter, they listen to, to Jamie. Yeah. They take on your advice. They implement it. Could be a phrase. I say too much. Could be a yeah. sentence. Yeah. What would you say, mate? And they'd be listening. What What would you say to these people if they'd listen to you? Could be a sentence, a phrase. What comes to mind? <laughs> Structure, focus, and discipline. Structure, focus, discipline. Yeah, they're the three ways to be successful. Successful. Yeah. Fact. Structure, focus, focus discipline. discipline. Yeah. Love it, mate. Jamie, it's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers, mate.